time. It's a time for sketching up, and it's a time to talk about the Mario movie. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. I did it. I liked it. I liked it. I'm glad you ran with it. I'm glad you ran with it. Uh, yeah, I'm hating from outside of the club right now. <laughs> That's fine. You stay outside of the club because we all saw the Mario movie. We have we we were talking about the Mario movie for for literally years. We are. It's finally. It was here. It is now. We have seen it. We have our opinions right now. Right now, I'm telling you, spoiler warning. We will be spoiling mm-hmm. the movie. We'll be spoiling the end credits. We'll be spoiling everything that happens with the movie. will be spoiled. So if you, don't, if you haven't seen the movie or you don't want it spoiled, come back to this once you see the movie because we will be spoiling things. But for now, Chris, Kyle, uh, do you say wait? No, 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 not wait. Like, we can keep it growing. But, like, oh, I, ain't oh, the, wait. I ain't watched the ending. I didn't watch the Well, you know what? Part. You I will say me. the end credit scene can be spoiled. Matt, oh, do you agree with that? No, I mean, it, I'm it wasn't, yeah, for sure. Just tell it wasn't me. as hype. Oh, okay. It wasn't as hype as we were hoping. We, yeah. we definitely put more hype on to it. I'm just saying start off by telling me. All I'm saying is start off by telling me. Because I literally I did. You. As soon as I looked at the credits, I was like, bet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Chris, Kyle, and Matt here to give you the Super here. Mario movie Spoiler review. We'll start with Matt giving us the synopsis of the movie. So, Matt, take it away. It's a me. It's a Matt. Let me give it to you. So, (laughs) (laughs) God's going to hate us by the end of the night. He's going to hate us. He's like, love it. So, this Super Mario movie. The Super Mario movie was amazing. So the synopsis of this movie really is, it's about the Mario Brothers. The Mario Brothers, who are two plumbers in Brooklyn, New York. They're trying to start up their own plumbing company. They left their last company that they worked for to start their own businesses. Now, they're from a they're from an Italian household. And that was, they had steady jobs, and they did not like that they did this. So they're going around. They're trying to, to do plumbing jobs all over the city. And one night... There was a huge flood in Brooklyn. They go and Mario goes, I want to I wanna save the city. Let me save the city. And in doing that, he finds the green portal into what we know as the Mario-verse, the, the, where the Mushroom Kingdom is. And he gets down there and he finds out that Luigi was sent to the Darklands and he needs to find him. As finding out that he was in the Darklands, he is captured by the big bad Bowser. All right, and now it's up to Mario and his new friend now, Toad, to find the, find the princess and help them get Luigi and stop Bowser from taking over Mushroom Kingdom because he has the ultimate star. So, this movie was exactly what I wanted it to be. It's, I agree. It's it, it's you you start off with that and you just you go on a wild ride you go on around you you be Donkey Kong you you see everything from the games where he's just hopping around he's he's getting power ups he's 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 trying all these things which the best part was like he he thinks he's going crazy that like that's that's one of the funny things is when he's first in there he's going crazy he thinks that he's like am I dreaming. And he has no idea what this this land is. And for him to explore it with some of the most beloved characters that we've known for for years um, was just amazing. And, you know, and Bowser is as intimidating as he is in the game. 
And the best part is, it's the same as the game. He wants to marry Peach. He wants to make him his, the bride. He wants to have that. Yeah. He wants to have that love. That was, that was yeah, such a fantastic was, touch, even though it's so obvious. It was, it was <laughs> they never, weird, But they never, they never leaked that part, you know? And the, yeah. the, the, the tra- They showed us the whole movie in the trailers, and they never leaked that part. So, go ahead, Kyle. I'm just saying, bro. Okay. I just want to get something off my chest real fast. Hey, I, I think it's weird. How, I won't say weird. I mean, I've seen this play out in a million other mediums and in real life. The whole, if I can't have you, nobody can. I was just looking at Bowser the whole time. Like, yeah, you're kind of like, yeah, that, yeah, you're cool because you're going to breathe fire. And you took over a bunch of people who were weak. That's great. Cool. Kudos to you. Choo-choo on your, on your train. But, like, you just mad because you couldn't get the girl, and now you hating from outside the club, and that's why you want to break everything. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's like the main story of a lot of the Mario, like Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah. That is the story, yeah. Oh, yeah. and, and uh, oh, yeah. I Mario know, Odyssey. Just, that is the story. It's literally the story. <laughs> it's just funny watching it, though. It's just yeah. like it's just so funny watching it. I'm just like, oh God, bless you, Bowser. That's cute, though. I understand. But then also, if the princess was that if the princess was that athletic, why is she always getting caught? Well, in this, but in this instance, she wasn't always getting caught. Yeah, she was a different different world. She was a complete badass, Kyle. Like I think, I I think with the way that they took Peach this way was so much better. It was so much more enjoyable that she she was from the she she wasn't from the Mushroom Kingdom. She she found her way to there, and the the. The toads raised her, and they raised her to be a queen, but not just any queen—a badass queen that can that is one hundred percent ready to take down Bowser and protect the the people Wait. that she loves. Hold on, hold on. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves here. Let's let's dial it back really quick to the beginning of the movie. <laughs> We're jumping around all over the place. Let's let's get some more. I'm calling order. I'm the okay. judge. I'm calling all right. order. All right. Okay. So let's start with this. Let's start with right in the beginning. Good or bad? Did you guys like it? Did you guys not oh, like it? Did great, you guys where you meet movie. him on it? I know great Matt's. Movie. I know Matt's already because he already said it. But yeah, it was a great movie. I liked it. I think so too. I mean, you know what? The I, when I came out of the movie and we talked about in our last podcast that you can listen to, episode seventy three, where we did our final preview, we talked about how the reviews were not great coming out of it. And if you watch, I did a. I did immediate after I got out of the theater. It was like two in the morning just a quick one minute video. And I said, the reason I think that happens is because this happens with the Marvel movies all the time. It happens with a lot of animated movies. When these critics go into it, they're looking at it. Like they look at like Oscar nominated films. They look at at all these other films Yeah, and you can't look at it in that lens. Like, is it supposed to be an Oscar nominated film or is it supposed to be something you go in there and you have a really good time with? And that's what this movie was. It was a really good time. And there was so many Easter eggs. There was, it was such a good story. And by the way, by the way, I was on board from day one, all right? Chris Pratt in that, as Mario, fantastic, okay? I did not have a problem with it for one second. And the, and, and the impression of Mario that he did in the very beginning for the commercial was unreal. Mm-hmm. It was unreal. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Charles Manuet, who was also in the movie, by the way. He was the guy at the Donkey Kong machine, which was cool. Yeah, I think, like, right from the beginning when I heard his voice as it, I was like, I can get on board with this. I really can. I think the the little bits of accents that he puts on Mario's voice at the right points, like it wasn't through the whole thing, but certain points 
of the way he talked and the certain words he said, the accent would come out. And I thought that was such a better way of having Mario on the big screen for an hour and a half easier to kind of absorb than getting, you know, the, the classic Mario voice that I don't think we, I think we talked about it in the last part. I don't think we could listen to that for an hour and a half. Yeah. So let's go, let's go quickly character by character. So let's start with mm-hmm. the main character, Mario. Yeah. How was he as a character with you guys? I, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, there's some tropes that I'm like, okay, this is put, this is, you know, a little too, a little too, um, Kitty. I can, Kitty not kitty, but like basic. But then yeah. you remember what ta- again going in, mm-hmm. remembering what kind of movie it is. You're like, okay, that's why they're going to do it. So let's start with Mario. What did we like about Mario? What didn't we like about Mario? I mean, I think, uh, I think Mario giving him the the background of the Brooklyn, the big Italian family, um, him always being there for his brother was awesome. I think that that was such a great story to tell and. I think the only thing that like I had tropes with was, you know, he he was trying like a uh, a little too hard to be Mario in some instances. Like we get it, we know who you are, we love your character. It's like you're you're being too Mario. Let's let's flesh this character out a little more. See, because we want to see him in more movies. I just I don't want to see that same Mario over and over again. I, I want to see a character grow when it gets to the big screen. You want to see him evolve a little bit. So I did, but overall I I loved Mario. Yeah, I agree, and I I, uh, I thought well, I first thought I was like this is the way they're going to go with Mario. I I don't know if I like this, but then again, going with what you said, the whole learning curve and having more movies, I'm. I was so on board. I'm like, okay, so this is, did anyone else feel like the movie did have a lot and didn't have enough at the same time? Yeah. yeah. Like, as that sounds. Like, it was like a lot of, it was a lot of, it was a lot of filler, but not enough. Like, it's like getting a bunch of fries and a little burger. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I, I, like, what you said, the, there was a like, lot of Easter eggs, but yeah, nothing was bunch. ever expanded I'm a, upon. Okay. So I'm going to keep it a bean. Like, I really, okay. My, I love the movie. The movie was great. And I understand, like, to me, the movie is like a, is like them trying to, them trying to get another um, Despicable Me, to me. That's what it felt mm-hmm. like. I mean, and I love Despicable Me, the whole Minions and the, she's loving, that's so fluffy. Like, I love that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I love it. Like, I can watch it. I can watch it. I, actually, I might watch it with the kids now that it's after spring break. So, like... That's cool. And I understand the Toads is finna be the next Minions because I know we're going to get the buddy, but like, that was great. I love how they did the Toads. But like, yeah, man, like, it's a kid film, bro. Like, I understand why Mario was the way Mario was because like, you got to realize like, we grew up with like Super Nintendo, um, Nintendo 64. Like, we played a bunch of Mario games, watched a bunch of Mario content. Played the Mar. Um, what, what's the thing where they was having all the creative Mario worlds and you was playing other people's world? Mario Maker. Yeah, yeah, had the Mario Maker. So it's like we've had him since the '90s, and so we got a whole new generation that's looking at this, and you they got to represent Mario in a way, and then you got to realize like this is a whole new way that they're doing Mario too. So it's like 
we never got this much of a backstory for Mario. Like like we said earlier, it's a whole new Princess Peach. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, cause mm-hmm. like my brain the whole time, like I understand that there's a new Princess Peach, but my brain was like, see, if she was like this in the game, maybe the game wouldn't be so hard. See, but there there's two instances. There's two instances. There's uh there's a game where Princess Peach is the actual like that's who you are, and you have to save Mario. And I think a lot of her character. I mean, obviously the character's built a lot more than this game, but she's more like the 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 Princess Peach from the um from Mario 3D World, like mm. where she's an actual playable yeah. character, and she has a, she's fast she's fast and she can flow and she's athletic and all that other stuff yeah. that's more of the the peach i would take it from is that section of the mario games not the damn still in distress that you see in every other one right. um but so why don't we just why don't we flip over to princess peach now um yeah. she she i thought was a great character i thought it was played really well um one thing i really thought was good and this was something we talked about um was they kind of had uh, a love interest and also didn't at the same time. They kind of left it open for future, for like future movies to, yeah. to explore more. And I feel yep. like that was because, especially on the Rainbow Road, which we can get to it, uh, we can get to soon. But on the Rainbow Road, and he falls off and she's like distressed about it. And it seems like, oh, there's like almost like a romantic connection there. And some other scenes you get, you see that. But then there's never anything moved forward with it. And I feel like, it's putting it in a spot where they could move forward with it or they could not move forward with it. And they're just trying to feel out how people think about it. Yeah. I really like that, that kind of dynamic between her and Mario um, because that that's more world building. When we get farther into the story, there's more world building. And I think with her being a, a princess who's trying to protect the, the toads and how we're saying that she's a different peach it wouldn't make sense if they like fell in love like it just to me it wouldn't make sense because she's a very independent girl in this a woman in this movie like she's ruling a kingdom like she's she's trying to protect what she loves overall and it and she just has mario to help her like it just it would be too easy kind of bland if they they fell in love like i just if it was kind of a perfect medium for me and that that tells me like okay like you said it could happen it could not happen but i think we can get more comedy out of that in the next couple of movies i mean you you look at any tv show whether it's a children's program or an adult you know, the will they, won't they is what keeps a lot of people around for a lot mm-hmm. of things. And, and and it's very true to the game also. I mean, mm-hmm. gets a kiss on the cheek for defeating Bowser eight times. Like, <laughs> and then gets a kiss <laughs> on the cheek for it. Um, so it makes a lot of sense that they did that there. But I thought her character was really good. I do like how badass she was. And they, they didn't, I don't know how to say this correctly. They didn't put it over the top of it either. Like, she was yeah. the, she was the a balance of badass, but at the same time, like it would like responsible to help and, and not like as independent as on some other ones. Yes. Like she was realistic. Like she was very Very realistic realistic. because it's like, we've all met the whole strong independent woman in, in real life. They take help too. Like it's stupid if you don't take the help when you need help. 
Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. just bad judgment. Like, honestly. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no. I'm, oh, I, well, I think the, the whole part of her um, going out to, you know, the Donkey Kong and trying to get their their help and and not being afraid to to um to do the challenges but like mario jumps in is like i'll do it and and she's like are you crazy where she knows her limitations where she's like i wouldn't go up against donkey Kong. like are you freaking crazy what are you thinking and he and but that's another great part of mario's character and the the brotherly love that we see in the beginning of the movie that never wanders like that that is always still front and center that mario is trying to go get luigi and he's like if this is the way that i can go find my brother and save him i'm going to do it nothing's going to stop me and i think that's that's a that showed peach what kind of person mario is and and kind of respect was was gained through that the the respect was there that he's going after something and she probably in her head was probably like well i would do the i would do anything for the toads so i i understand so and and we can get to the the donkey kong uh fight because we might as well get to donkey kong as a character since we already talking about bro first off bro had a whole intro song that's that is his like, song though that's the dk rap i'm just saying that, that is tough bro like how they did that in the whole thing and they was doing the chant like i was doing the chant slick like it was hard like i was like oh this is this is cool and then how he was kind of like like hip-hoppy it was pretty funny I really yeah. thought it was hilarious. Oh yeah, his entrance was absolutely great. And I, I love his I I love his relationship with his father. Like that yeah, that was hilarious. Their, their banter. Yeah. yeah, the back thing was hilarious. But I think like my favorite my favorite part of that is when Mario gets the the cat power up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. beat them up like that. That was my girlfriend and I went to go see it, and we were dying laughing. And then, like when he beats him, because we're cat people, he's like making biscuits while he's standing yeah, I there. Saw with- that. <laughs> <laughs> such a good detail. It's dying. Good detail. We were just dying laughing. It was so funny. Like that was a great and um and then like the father telling Diddy Kong to shut up was hilarious. And you know that that happened. Mm-hmm. That happened because they had to give the shout out to Diddy Kong because who doesn't love yeah, Diddy who Kong? Doesn't? He's like well, he's he's top tier. He's top oh, yeah. tier. Mm-hmm. So he had to make an appearance in the movie. Yeah, just like a lot of, there was a lot of characters made appearances but had no speaking lines or just like were yeah. background characters. We'll get to like a couple of them in a minute. Like when we sing the we'll Yoshi, we'll get to them in a minute. Yeah, he's jumping. He's jumping. He's hyped. Kyle's hyped. Kyle's hyped. We got him hyped. We got him hyped. We got him hyped. I like Donkey Kong a lot. I thought his characteristics. Now, obviously, they build these guys. These build these characters a lot more than you ever get to see. I felt like it was more of a Funky Kong vibe, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Characteristics, but I didn't hate it either. I also thought Seth Rogen did a much better job voicing Donkey Kong where I didn't sit there like, Oh, that's Seth Rogen the whole time. Then like in the Lion King where I was like, that's just Seth Rogen as a pig. Like (laughs) (laughs) I didn't sit there like, Oh, that's Seth Rogen. Like I was like, Oh yeah, I I buy that. He is Donkey Kong. Like I actually, that was one thing about the voice acting. I bought all the Fred Armisen. 100% bought it. Like pre, um, 
what is it, Anna Taylor Joy? Yeah. I don't remember her last name. It doesn't matter. I bought her as Peach. But let's get to one more. I want to talk about Charlie Day as Luigi. Because mm-hmm. when, when, we, when we originally talked about the voices, that was the Anna one when, when we heard his voice. Anna Taylor Anna Joy. Joy? Yeah. yeah, I got it right. That's what I said. Um, good for me. Um, when when we heard it in the ad, the one that I was like, that's just Charlie Day talking as Charlie Day. But in the movie, that's not what he does. He does put on a little bit of an accent. Now he floats in and out of it, but he does put a little bit of an accent on. Um, How do you guys feel about Charlie Day as Luigi? I like Luigi. Um, yeah, I like Luigi. I thought he was pretty cool. I really like the um, kind of like how. They made it that he he was the second character. You know how like he's always yeah, player two. Yeah, he was. He had a they, much bigger like, part than I thought he was going to. Yeah, and I like the fact how like he kind of fought back against his dad. That whole oh, your brother mm-hmm. is just carrying you along for the ride, and you're the he's the reason why you're a failure. Like, and mm-hmm. I like that and when you're talking about the brotherly love. Like, I got yeah. I like you know what I'm saying because I got brothers and stuff, so it's like I get it, and mm-hmm. like just the fact how like. He just—I don't know. I—I I, I don't know. I liked it though. I—I I liked how his character is a little more developed. Because normally we just see him as player two, and yeah. No, I'm yeah. I'm with you, Kyle, because I think the it was the perfect balance where we were just talking about how Mario's real main mission was to find his brother, protect him, save him, and it was it was still on the side of Luigi, where he still looked up to his brother, even though he was in, in like trapped and everything, you could tell by his character that he was like, Mario's coming. I know Mario's going to be here. I know he's going to save me. He's always there and he will, he will always be there for me and I will always be there for me for him. And to have him be epic at the end of the movie when they get the star and he's just going around and you know, the I thought Charlie Charlie Day did a great job voice acting him. The only gripe I have about Luigi is like we saw Mario train to do all the stuff, and then right at the end of the movie, before they get the star, he's he's fighting back, and you're like, where where'd you where'd you learn all that? Yeah, where did you learn to do this? <laughs> where, where did you go? You were trapped in a cage magic. most of the movie, <laughs> and yeah, so. But other than that, I, I I really I love their relationship and and Luigi to me like the way I saw Luigi like I'm a little bit easier in my head like I would love to see like even if it's a short maybe like a, a limited series or something on Luigi's Mansion like or a movie yeah. like I could see Luigi taking the lead and and going through like I'm I'm okay after seeing his character in this movie to be like okay he can he can take the lead like we said because he's a background character like he's he's kind of in the back like you could play as him you know he did have uh, his game Luigi's Mansion like very, all of that very successful game Luigi's Yeah Mansion. very you successful buy, game you can't buy an original Luigi's Mansion on GameCube for under 80 80 dollars well, like 80 dollars is like cheap I I love that Luigi's phone was the intro to GameCube, the the tone. Yes. When the call was GameCube, I was like, well, yeah, because he he ruled GameCube when that that game came out. Okay, so we're talking about the characters right now, but we're going to go off track for a second because this brings up 
a great one. The way they integrated the music, oh, oh, yeah. it was amazing. It was unbelievable oh, yeah. how they integrated the music. It was amazing. It was nostalgic oh, through the ears. Like I was just getting nostalgic oh, over and over. And the way that they did it, I guess the way that the composer did it where – it was just kind of mixed in. It was just mixed in just a little bit, yeah, you know? It, it, was just, it was just a nice little tone that you got through the movie, and it it, it really hit on every scene you were in. Like, every scene yeah, it, that so had like that just and it was hit, subtle. and I was like, yes. There, mm-hmm. there's, there was a couple of times where the, the, the music was the main thing, like, and, and they did it just like in the games, like Bowser's theme, was mm-hmm. in the dark world and in Bowser's castle and then the mushroom kingdom theme. And when they went into it, you heard the, uh, castle, uh, princess castle, peaches castle theme and stuff like that. When you went to, when, and they did it very subtly, but they did the, the, uh, da 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 when they were down <laughs> in the, t- the thing, but they did it very subtly because it was supposed to be like a more tense moment. It, they just did it so well, the way they mixed it in. And there were scenes like when you're going through almost like a montage, like when we're going through the Toad Village in the first time, they did like seven different themes yeah. in that one montage and mixed them together subtly to where the score was actually not a Mario song, but the songs that played with the score were. It was so well done. I, I really, I think I loved how they did that. When they when Luigi and Mario got the star and they got the ultimate power and that song came on throughout mm-hmm. the fight, that I was so hyped. I was so hyped when that went on. Like it was, and it was like a different. It was a different like tone. Like it was, a, it was a completely different tone from the game, and it, it just made it just more epic. And I, and I that was like awesome to me. It was just so awesome. Yeah. So when they got the star, they were fighting Bowser. And another great thing is they take Bowser by the tail and throw him just like Mario 64. But let's go back mm-hmm. to the characters and talk about Bowser a little bit. If I mm. were to say any character I was had highs and lows on, it was Bowser. Because I did not mind his story arc, how he wanted to marry Peach. The way that they portrayed it sometimes was super cringy. I understand it's it for a younger audience and they're trying to bring it, it in. But it was very cringy some of the it times. Was. And I was like, Jack yeah. Black easily had the best voice act like he when he when when he's talking as bowser you it it hits you like oh my god that sounds like bowser in the games like it sounds like when you played super mario sunshine when bowser actually talks that's what it sounded like that's probably where you got the inspiration from Mm -hmm. and so so when there was those cringy moments i was like oh this is this is kind of tough like this is taking someone that's really bad and by the way Darth Vader vibes when he's like asked Peach to marry and she says no. And he just has Magic Koopa uh, just start crushing Toad. I'm like, that is Darth Vader vibes right now. Like that is evil. Evil. But then he does the things like singing on the piano with Magic Koopa or asking and Magic Koopa's dressed up. And I'm like, that's like so cringy. Like, but yeah, I understand why they did it. You know, I I'm I'm with you on that one, but I I did like Bowser. The one the my gripe really is like the beginning of the movie. He's already on his way to go get the star, and then we're just seeing him slowly make his way to the Mushroom Kingdom. I wish we started where he he's at his castle and he finds out where the star is. Where it's not 
getting all those cringy moments so short, uh, like so close together where his time could have been spread out a little more and we could have seen him uh, like be the Bowser we know and then get yeah. to that cringy part where he's getting closer and closer to Peach. But that's it's exactly what you said why there's the cringy parts in the first place because his story had to be condensed. Don't forget, we don't even know his true intentions for Peach until, well, halfway at least, if not more than that, into the yeah. movie. That's mm -hmm. when we finally get his intentions with Peach, which we all figured. I mean, if you've gone in, you've probably played a game, and most of the games, that's that's what he wants that's to do, he wants. right? Yeah. He wants to marry Peach. But we don't even know. So now you have... Now you have to show how in love he is with Peach in half of a movie, basically, if not less than that, depending on when that time period was. And not even half a movie because you're taking – he's what – let's say he's in 25% of the last half of the movie or 20% of the last half of the movie. That's what you have to do. You have to do it in that time frame. So it's very, very tough to, uh, to do it like that. Yeah, and I just – I hope we get something that expands on him a little more. And we find out, like, when did he discover Peach? When when did Peach come into view of him? A backstory of some sort. Yeah, because because we know Bowser, but we it's it would be a really cool idea to expand on him a little more, and to have the the nuance of Jack Black in that because I thought that was great. Jack Black always brings something to the character that's like him. Like we we don't really see. Bowser playing the piano and singing and, and loving the rock star life, you know, that was great exactly. adding that, but that, that yeah, totally was. meshed with Bowser that messed with him yeah. so well. And, and his relationship with the, uh, with the wizard Koopa was like hilarious. Like I love their relationship. Yeah. I really, I'm not gonna lie when I watched and see, okay, Matt, have you watched one piece? Yes. Are you caught up on One Piece? I'm not caught up on One Piece. Don't get do mad at me. Know, do you know about King and all of them? I mean, Queen yes. and all of them? Yes, okay. I know them. Oh, okay. It's, it literally gave me Queen vibes when I was watching <laughs> them do the rock star. And yeah. You know how they was all... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking yeah. that too while I was watching. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, but I understand yeah, what you mean. I know. But, yeah, but um, I, I, the A, I love that. And then yeah, y'all was right with the with the wizard Cooper. That was hilarious because it was kind of like he was kind of like his best friend slash like mentor, where he had to like toe the line mm -hmm. a little bit a lot. And I thought mm -hmm. it was pretty funny, especially like when he started playing the piano with him. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. He started trying to devise a little plan and stuff. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I like that just there because of Jack Black. Like Jack, if Jack oh, Black yeah. was not Bowser, they would not have the music parts at all. Yeah, like they no. had to do it because they got Jack Black. Yeah, but the last the, the last um, character we I really want to talk about are we can let's put Toad, the main character Toad, with okay. the rest of the Toad. So we can talk about the main okay. character Toad that's in a lot of the movie, and then we really got to talk about the Toads because if there was one prediction that was hit directly on the nose by this podcast, it was that the Toads are going to be the minions, and that mm -hmm. is just so evident after watching this movie. But let's start with the main character Toad. Um, I liked him as a character. He was he could be a little annoying, but I always found Toad to be a little annoying. So it like hits the character directly on the head with that. Um, but I thought he was a very good character. They had the Toad's uh, music every time he came on, which was mm -hmm. awesome. 
Yeah. I like how adventurous he was because of the Toad games. He's very adventurous. Um, but I did like the character a lot. Yeah. How confident he was. Like, mm-hmm. He was so like he did not care about nothing. Like he was like, bro, I'm it. I'm him. I can do whatever <laughs> I want, and I can hit on the princess. What's up? Yeah, I I've I thought Toad was to me. I didn't find him as annoying. Like I I find him as that like kind of comedy relief because like he kind of was like outside the 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 Princess Peach in the Mario stuff, like, he was just tagging along, really, and he was just, he was that little comedy relief, like, when he, when they, when they build the, the carts to, to drive, and then he comes rolling in with the big time, like, that was great, that was, that was great, and then it always got me when, like, they're ready to get for a fight, and he pulls out a pan, like, he just, he has a fried I mean, pan. That's, that's a callback to his character and the Captain Toad yeah. adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but that just always got me. Like it just always freaking got me. Like I was always giggling at that. And so I, I thought Toad was good. I, I don't think it's it's funny how it, it it's uh, Keen Michael Keel and he's it doesn't sound like him whatsoever. <laughs> no, not at all. But that they very very much pitched up his voice as they should because oh, yeah. that's what you expect from the character of Toad is for a high pitched voice. So they did a good job with that. But the Toads as a whole. The, the rest of them. Obviously, there were a lot of different personalities. One had the cuter of voices. One was a very serious voice. He had the guards. Uh, they obviously, they did the, you know, maybe she's in another castle thing, which is... A That's hilarious. That was hilarious, too. Uh, I thought he was... I thought they were going to send him to another castle. I was like, this is, this is, this is, how, it go, this is how it starts. <laughs> He's hopping around in different castles for an hour. <laughs> so what, what did we think of the Toads? Is it a world you'd want to see more of? Would you want to see more mm-hmm. of just the Toads? Or is that more of like, if they're in the movies, you can stand them. But if, if they got their own, if like they, the, the Minions got their own movie, if there was just Toads and you just got a bunch of Toads, would you be able to invest yourself in that? See, what I would want to see is the Toads being, like, the main character, but in con- but having everybody else in the movie kind of deal. Like, I'll say we can have a thing basically centered around Toads. But so you know how, like, when we was with the Toads and it was going through and you seen all the Yoshis and all of that? Like, I want to see them, like, interact with the Yoshis. I want to see them, like... I want to see Princess Peach as a side character with what them taking care of Princess Peach, them having relations with the Kongs, like There's dealing a good with chance Bowser. You're, you're not going to see a Toads movie with Peach as the side character. Well, yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> you know, you I'm just giving my own. I know. I don't. I don't. I know. I know none of the stuff I want <laughs> ever. Laughing schnabel, golly, man, you just be, you just, you're just a wet blanket. I, well, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I just If there's a Toads movie, Mario, Luigi, Bowser, Peach, none of them will be the side character. I know that. I'm just saying that would be interesting to see. Yeah, I think, really, it, I think it would be very interesting to see. Um, I, so that, that I think, you know, for me, I, it, this movie opened up a, 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 a world-building phenomenon. Like it, we can get so many, and I think going back to to the peaches, it, it just like for me in my mind that would just be a step backwards. Like that's great. I think they're great. I think you know give them the minion treatment, but I just don't want that to be the center of this. I I want it. 
I want to get out to those worlds. I, I just don't want them to sit back on their heels and just do what's easy. Like what's easy to grab is let's do the, the toads. Let's, let's see the toads run around. Let's see their world. Let's do all that. You know, maybe now since at the end of the movie, they, they, you know, they know now there's like a real world, them running around the real world kind of thing. Like I just, that's too easy. That's too minion-y for me. Like they're great. Let's see them in the next Super Mario movie. Let's see them, you know, in a, in another movie, but let's expand out. Let's go see other worlds. Let's go see, you know, let's bring in those OG characters from the Nintendo world and bring them into this. And you, you, you say it completely right. No, it's okay. You say it completely right with uh, let's expand the world. And Kyle, we will tell you what happened at the end now. Um, one of the, the the end credit scene, not the mid credit scene. We're not really going to go over that. That didn't yeah, really have that much. Was it was just played for comedy. But the end credit scene, we're back in Brooklyn in the um, sewer area, I guess we can call it, right, where the pipe yeah. was. And there's a Yoshi egg there. You hear Yoshi, and then it cuts to black. Um, the reason I said in the beginning it's not really anything to hype is because they showed us Yoshis already. Yeah. So it's not like if we didn't see the Yoshis running, and we were clearly on Yoshi's Island for that second, first of all, we got to stay on Yoshi's Island longer than a half of a scene. Yeah. Like, come on. Hey, but I called it, though. I, I, that. I called that last episode. I said that we're probably only going to see a little snippet of Yoshis. He's not going to be really in this movie. He's just going to be a, a little thing. And you saw them galloping across and that's it. Mm -hmm. And like when I saw, I was like, oh, my girlfriend was like, Yoshi. Oh, and then it just completely passed them and went on. And I was like, yeah, because that's, that's another world building, you know, like it, yeah. it, like I would rather see Yoshi trying to figure out where the hell he is in Brooklyn, New York, than a toad trying to figure out where he is in in Brooklyn, New York, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Me, well, although, will Yoshi, would Yoshi have a voice on that? Now, Yoshi's in the, that scene we saw were clearly almost like wild animals. They were like packed together. They were outdoors. So would it, would they have a voice even? But I would, I'd like to see that too. Or Mario with Yoshi trying to figure out what are you, what are you doing here type of thing. Another thing we got right, by the way, because we all three of us predicted this, is that he they would stay in the Mushroom yeah. Kingdom, which at mm -hmm. the end of the movie, all three of them are still, or all three of them, uh, Mario and Luigi wake up, they're in their house, it's, a, it's just to fool you, they go outside, they're still in the Mushroom Kingdom. They were basically called losers in Brooklyn. Why would they stay there? It makes no yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. So. I think that's great, too. Like, they're definitely there working on the pipes, learning about the pipes. And that's a, that's a great way to, to, to expand where they're, they're going to go, where they're, they're going to see different places. And so I think that was the best way they could do it. Not just like, Oh, they're there. They're, you know, I, I would have hated it if it was like, okay, they're at the end of the movie, they're all at Peach's castle and they're celebrating that they beat Bowser, all of that. I like that they, they kind of woke up for their day job again and they're going to work on the pipes and they're going to, they're going to learn about that. And they're going to, they're going to try to expand their own plumber knowledge to this new world, which yeah. is cool. So let's do two more segments here. I want to do uh, what we did not 
like about the movie? We talked a lot of positive. We talked a little bit about it, little nitpicks here and there. But what are some things that we uh, we didn't really like about the movie or some stuff that just didn't hit? I think the biggest thing for me was was some of the Bowser scenes. Some of yeah, those Bowser scenes me. just didn't hit for me at all. Yeah, I was just was not for me, completely not for me, um, especially because some of the Bowser scenes – he was very much the evil person he was supposed to be, like mm-hmm. to to the thousandth degree. And then in the next scene, he's like a, a, a wimpy simp for Peach. And it's like, yeah. why are we doing this 180? Like he can want to marry her without having to be a simp at the same time for her. Like he can, he can want to marry her and still carry on his evil ways with it and stuff like that. So... Um, did anybody else have anything else that they just didn't really like about it? Just to expand on that a little bit, like I didn't understand the flip-flop of like he's going to the Mushroom Kingdom to destroy the kingdom, but he wants to like to marry Peach and, and show her, be very gentle with her and all of that. It's like you're about to go wipe out a land, dude. Like you you gotta gotta stick to that. And like you said, you could still marry her, you could still do all of that, but like keep in that lane don't don't go over to the sim side don't don't pander to her like it's like you want to go there you're going to destroy the mushroom kingdom you're going to marry her and that's it and like you keep that energy keep that same energy Mm -hmm. um i i would say like the one thing is and we kind of touched on it is like we kind of ran through the worlds really quickly and I would have, and I know it wasn't a very long movie. I know at least pick one of them, like something that's super nostalgic. One of those worlds, those levels that we've played Super Mario in and kind of add a little more to it because it was, I feel like we rushed to the rainbow road scene. Like it, it like, so it was like, it the didn't make sense. was very it was good. I enjoyed it. But for what, again, this is my own expectation that did it. It was a little disappointing because they rushed to it and it, then it rushed out of it at the same time. Yeah. Like I see, I see Mario in like a quick scene, throw a banana. Like mm-hmm. there, there, and like, there were no, there were none of the power up cubes on the road. Like we get mm-hmm. in, in, in the racing and Mario Kart. like they kind of just jumped over that. And it would have been a lot cooler if that was a little more expanded. Like I'm saying is like, if we got something that was a little more expanded, like they, if they had to go through like a shortcut, I don't think I would have used like the, the, the Mario Kart side of it. Like, because Bowser apparently just caught up to them right quickly and he was there. Yeah. He was just there. Yeah. Like, I think it would have been cooler if it was more a Mario Party type because there were so many of them. It was like a, a cool Mario Party, them going through all these little stages and trying to outwit Bowser before he gets up to them instead of him just sending out his Koopa racers. And like he wasn't even in a racer and and he's been one of the playable characters in Mario Kart for for decades now. Day so it's one. like it's yeah. Yeah, so it's just like it that part just didn't make sense to sense to me. Like it, it was just too rushed, too rushed. Yeah. I think the whole movie had that 
uh, feel to it is some stuff just was were too rushed because the movie just was it was 90 minutes and they tried to pack a lot into it and a lot of the reason for this and this kind of the last subject I wanted to touch on in this podcast was there was a lot a lot of easter eggs um, I mean when they get to the dark when Luigi gets to the dark world he picks up the picks up the uh, flashlight just like luigi's mansion shaking same stance everything like that there's the ones we, we've already talked about a lot of these when we did the um when we did the when the previews came out because a lot mm-hmm. of them were a, about the same um we talked about rainbow road the shortcut going from the top road to the bottom road that is just like one of those things that if you played the classic Mario Kart, that was a shortcut people would try to take all the time, and the really good players would do that a lot. There was a lot of stuff like that, the, uh, the power-ups, um, the background characters. We saw King bob we mm-hmm. saw King Boo, um, a lot of stuff like that. But all that stuff that was hitting us in the nostalgia that we're like, oh, there's that, oh, there's that, oh, there's that, all that stuff was almost the reason the movie had to be so condensed because they, instead of expanding one scene and taking out, you know, King bob being there, they put a short part of that in and had to shorten this next scene as well. You know what I mean? So yeah. Even though it hit us in a lot of the nostalgia, like like um, Pauline being in it for 10 seconds. She's mm-hmm. the mayor of, of Brooklyn, which she's the original person Mario saves. She is the mayor of New Donk City and Odyssey. Like, she's been around for a long time, and she gets a little cameo. It's beautiful. I love it. Love Pauline. Uh, she's Her singing thing is one of the best parts of Odyssey. It really is. It's just so yeah. exciting. When we first got to it, it was just such an exciting feeling, you know, to hit that. But it didn't really need to be there. If you, if yeah. I don't know if you guys agree, it didn't really need to be there. Like, you could have made 10 seconds more of a world building section than 10 seconds of Pauline being in the movie. Um, but that's just these are just nitpicks at this point, right? These are just mm-hmm. trying to pick out things that you didn't you thought could have been better just because you wish the movie was longer. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I feel like, at least for us as the viewers uh, who have played mario and nintendo games for so long and we grew up with it the nostalgia part was great you know the music was nostalgic the easter eggs were nostalgic all of that for us you could have you could have lessened it a little bit and, and saved some for for next movies like i think because like this movie already is looking to make like 20 200 something million dollars uh at this weekend like we know it's gonna have enough enough drive to get a second movie and and a world built so i didn't see the reason to to start shucking easter eggs of nostalgia at us where you at the same time you're trying to get a younger crowd to get into mario and and do that where they're not going to understand that stuff so it's like that was for us obviously but we didn't need so much of it where we could have taken probably i want to say through that movie we could have took 30 to 40 to almost 60 seconds of those easter eggs spread them out through other movies and gave us another world like i would have loved while they were traveling across to the donkey Kong world they get stopped by king bob bob like because he's on the side of Bowser. Like he, 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 Bowser knows that Mario's 
already in the world and helping Peach, why not have Bowser send King Bomb Bomb to try to find him? And he has to, to go through that. So we would have gotten a little more of the world that the worlds that they were traveling through and not as many nostalgic Easter eggs that, you know, we can get, we, we can get it. We're going to get it. So. Yeah. And, and I, there was a lot of stuff in there, but I mean, off the top of my head alone, I like there were no thwomps. Mm-hmm. There were no, there was a lot of things that weren't there as well, but I do get what you're saying. There was a lot of stuff that was there and uh, we didn't need everything that was there. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed seeing all of it. Even yeah. the capes in the beginning and, and the, the capes. That was great. In the beginning was of the great. commercial, those are a power-up. Those were great. Now we know they're never going to be a power-up because they were in that commercial. I mean, I guess they can, but there's no yeah. reason for them to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I love the movie. Um, I'm going to go – we'll go with Kyle, then we'll go to Matt. Um, what – just last thoughts. Anything that wasn't said so far um, about this movie that we've been hyping up for like three years now? Um, I think my favorite part, I'll just say my favorite part. My favorite part of the movie was seeing the Kong world because I'm a, I like Kong. That was my favorite character of that whole deal. Mm -hmm. So like, I love the Kong world and I'm like, like I said before, I would love for Donkey Kong to get his own movie. Mm -hmm. It's very possible. Very possible. It was a great movie. I understood why the movie was so rushed because A, it's made for kids and we all know kids Mm -hmm. is not going to watch no two hour movie. Mm -hmm. No. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if they made, like, an adult version, not make it super adult, but make it, you know, a little more adult where they could spread it out and give us more world building and things like that, then cool. I would love that, but, you know, but I think it is. I don't think it would work. Yeah. I don't think it works as an adult type movie. Now, no, I'm not saying making it like adult, adult. I'm just saying just make it longer. More for and, adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I get what you're saying. That's all I'm saying. Then, make it more then what happens is everything becomes vulgar or, or, and it just doesn't work. If you think of adult animation, there's not much adult animation that is not somehow vulgar or violent or something like that. It's very few and far between that you get one that like hits real subjects and isn't just like, bad humor the entire time there's not many bojack horsemen's out there like yeah that really just hit without having to go into those those other ways to try to get the cheap laugh out of an adult um but now before i go to matt do you think this would work better as a tv show or do you think it works perfectly as a movie i'd rather it as a movie i like it as a movie yeah okay as okay. a tv so show this will be a lot because it then they would drag some stuff on that's true. I think it's the opposite be a lot of filler. Yeah. Yeah, we'll filler. get too much filler. It'll be too much. Like, you know how there's too much world building because you're just like, yeah, I, I understand what you're doing, but it's not that. Yeah, you just need stories to tell, and they just throw just minutia at you where I think it would dumb down the character. I think Mario's too special of a character to do a TV show and just kind of just push that out. I think it's brilliant to do it as a film and they tried that right didn't work so matt what what were uh, your final thoughts here you could say your favorite scene as well if we didn't go over it yeah um i think i i I give the the movie four stars because you know i i think it was a great movie i don't think it, it hit all the marks in my mind about it um but it doesn't it's a movie that I want to see more. Like I, I want to see more of this. Um, 
Got my favorite scene. I think we went over it, but it, it was when he got the cat power up and just that small little detail of him beating Kong and then making biscuits on top of him. Like I'm a cat mm-hmm. person and a dog person, but that's just freaking hilarious to me. I started laughing hysterically. Um, the also, I think like that, like uh, the floating uh, blue like flame that was in the jail that was like talking yeah, about yeah, death and everything. And yeah. that to me was like, at first it was like funny and then we kept seeing him and it was like, all right, this is a, this is a little much. Like it, it's, yeah, they, they ran that joke into the ground. Yeah. And it's like, I don't need to see you ever again in another movie. Like it, it please like don't, unless you're happy. I thought that was a don't Luma. I thought that was a Luma star from Gal or from uh, yeah galaxy. galaxy the yeah. And then I realized it was a flame. Yes. Looked, the, the, the color was not the same, but the build of that that character was exactly like. Yeah, he looks like a star. He he does like part of him looks yeah. like a, a star. So yeah, I just you know that the movie was highly enjoyable. I I'm tell all of our fans a hundred percent go see it. Go see it mm-hmm. on a, if you're on a, a Mario fan. If you're a Mario fan, or if you're an animation fan, because I thought the animation was beautiful. Like the animation of all the worlds. I know we talked about it. It was rushed to the world, but everything you saw on screen was absolutely just, it it was great. I I love the the way that they went from Brooklyn, New York to the, the mushroom kingdom and to Bowser's castle and all that. It seemed so seamless. It just seemed so seamless and it was, it was so good. So definitely go see it. I I loved it. I did. I did too. I it was there. It doesn't matter if it hit expectations and hit expectations had its flaws or not. The reason I love it so much and the reason I'm saying it is it, it was the perf. It was great. The reason I'm saying it was great is because at the end of the movie, I was like, "Damn, I can't believe it's over." Wednesday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. wanted another one. I wanted more of this, and that's why to me it was so good because it wasn't one of those you're like, oh, that was good. It's done. All right, I can leave now. I was more like, what is that? It like I need more. Like they left me wanting more, so that that's why it hits. It's so always a good movie when you want more. It's always yes. a good movie when you, you want, want more. That's what you want, and I think I think because of that, I think a lot of fans of Mario and new fans of Mario will want more. And so that's just going to drive the hype for this to get this this big world that we all hope to see come together. Like, I'm still banking on we're going to see other worlds. We're going to – Mario's going to meet Zelda. Mario's going to meet Star Fox. And they're all going to have to – at the end, they're going to go to Super Smash World and they're going to have to battle it out for their world. Yep, the hand. The hand. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it's here. It was it's been a long time coming to talk about this, but we finally get to talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie, which came out um, yesterday. I saw it at twelve oh one a.m. I was, it was I just got done with the game. I went straight to the movie theater to watch it. I was very excited with that decision, even though it made me tired the rest of the day. I was it was just so good. But, it's been another episode of Sketching Up. This was the Mario episode. You probably won't hear us talk too much more about Mario Mario movies because we don't know when the next one's coming or anything like that. So you heard enough of it anyway. We talked about it for like three years. Thank you for joining us. You can find us on social uh, media at schnabel.studios, S-C-H-N-A-B-E-L.studios on Instagram, Twitter, 
or Facebook and on TikTok. We are on all four of those platforms. You can find us. You can also search Schnabel Studios wherever you get your podcasts and you can hear other podcasts within the Schnabel Studios family. For Kyle, Matt, I'm Chris. Thank you for joining Sketching Up again. It was finally the day. Now it's over and we say goodbye. Thanks for joining another episode. See you later. Wahoo! Wahoo!